The system goes online on August 4th, 1997. Human decisions are removed from strategic defense. Skynet begins to learn at a geometric rate. It becomes self-aware at 2.14 a.m. Eastern time, August 29th. In a panic, they try to pull the plug. Skynet fights back. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America. This is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the walls. The chair is against the walls. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> And welcome, everybody, to another edition of our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live each evening at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns. And today is an interesting day because it's kind of became self-aware today in, what, 97? So we're waiting for that. And uh, it's also the day that a bunch of our auctions are coming due. Uh, some of those will be happening while we're here live in the show. Um, I'm going to jump over and grab those, throw them out to the audience in case anybody wants to make any last-minute bids here. Did you plan that intentionally, that the auctions ended... On Skynet's aware day? I don't do anything unintentionally, so yes, definitely. Um, so let's see, we got two more of them. First one already went, and it looks like the knives one will be the next one in 22 minutes. No, the next one will be the interesting, the one that has no bids on it. So let's see how many of these went with uh, no bids. I think one of the other ones might have gone with no bids too. I'm so old. I'm not screen sharing, right? Going through my auctions here. Yeah, it looks like the first one went through with uh, no bids on it. Second one went through with no bids on it. That's too bad. And uh, we've got a couple with bids on them. And we'll take a look at those. And then we have a couple without any bids on them. And the next one here has got seven minutes. And it's a little one. At least it's little compared to some of the others. Just opening up on that one there. Yeah. So uh, that's one is basically a bunch of the trading cards from the second uh, set, and that's 20 bucks. That one's got seven minutes left on it. We've got uh, this one does have some bids on it. Has one bid on it, and then we have the Mr. Knives one has 12 minutes to go. So let's see, put these in order: 22 minutes, 12 minutes, 11 minutes. So. Uh, Got a couple of three auctions that I'll end during the show today. Looks like two of them will bring in a couple of bucks for the tank. So we'll have about 100 bucks for the tank unless somebody else throws some cash at one of these. And I uh, just thought it would be neat since you can, uh, when you're creating an auction on eBay, you can adjust the time that it's going to go live. And then it'll, of course, go end at the same time. And the way eBay works is it ends at a specific time, unlike Gunbroker. So if there's a bidding war, it just ends. And whoever was the last person to get a bid in will when a gun broker, I believe it'll extend the auction five minutes every time there's a bid. All right, so I figured that was kind of neat. Otherwise, we're going to talk about some stuff that we normally would talk about on the show, including, well, I guess, Skynet. All right, so I figured that And uh, today's the anniversary of the Marine Force Reserve. I wonder if that's the same as the Marine Reserves. <clears throat> it's not like a separate thing. Well, I don't know of a Marine Force, so I'm thinking it's just the Marine Reserves, yeah. But I'm not sure, so where's my notes? Well, we'll go with it. 
figure I look in the uh, history link that we got here, and that'll tell us if it's or what it is at least. All right, I'm gonna look at this schedule because I'm unprepared. But uh, anything cool happen to anyone today, or hear anything cool, or whatever? You guys? Yeah, they're all robots. They're just the way they do. Right. man. I never hear nothing. I'm stuck in the kitchen all day. I don't hear anything except for tickets printing out and pots and pans and all that kind of stuff. All right, and and are you you're are you cooking? Like that's what you do. Uh -huh. For those who don't. Mm -hmm. All right, so I mean that. What was like the best moment of your day today in the kitchen? Uh, oh, geez, I don't know. Besides leaving, nothing. Nothing too eventful happened. I mean, it was it's actually pretty slow. You know, not a whole lot going on. That's right. good. But uh, I hired an, I hired a guy today. That's good. Hopefully, he works out. Oh yeah, so that's always a good feeling. You know what I mean? Talk about that in a chat sometime. Maybe one of the after chats that Tater does. But today's. Uh, entertainment day so we talk about skynet since it's the day skynet became software or we could talk about kitchen i don't know um or we could talk about maybe something in movies or something else in entertainment since it's entertainment day oh come on got some skynet day i know does anybody out there want to talk about skynet? i'll give you a dead horse please come on you can't talk about Skynet on Skynet. Has anybody seen Terminator before? Many times. Yeah, Terminator's a great flight. I think yeah, everybody's seen it. I think I've seen all but the newest one. Yeah, I haven't seen the newest one. What about the one where he's got gray hair? Are we calling the newest one where Schwarzenegger's in it again? Yeah. Yeah, where he's supposed to be old or something. Isn't it called the Sarah whatever? Or was that that was a show, right? The Sarah, yeah, the Sarah Chronicles or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah I didn't yeah. see that. Sarah yeah. So yeah, that was supposed to be off of the, like they said, whenever they're making it that that wasn't in whatever they call it the same universe. It was like mm. parallel or something. Well, you know right away because the Terminator's girl. The the last real one I actually visually seen was the the third one. I guess where it was a chick wasn't really Terminator. I don't think. Right? Is that the one where where the kid was driving around in the truck with the the veterinarian? Hold on. You're saying the last one you've seen was the one where he drives around while well, he meets her in the kennel? Yeah, I get, that's visually that's what I've, I've watched all the other ones, but it's just that DVS stuff. So I, I that uh, was the vet last visual one I seen with the chick, which wasn't really. Yeah, that was Terminator 3. Yeah. That's the first I've one. I've only seen. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Terminator 3. At 2.14 Eastern Standard Time on August 29th, uh, Skynet uh, gained artificial consciousness. And when the operators, realizing the extent of its capabilities, tried to uh, deactivate it, Skynet perceived this as an attack. 
So because they tried to deactivate it, Skynet's like saying, oh, hey, like humans are trying to kill me, but I have this goal of protecting the world. So now I got to kill humans. So technically it was kind of us that started the war. But those that overreacted. But yeah. because he became self-aware and started doing something that is something great, right? And then they st- that's when they got scared and unplugged it. Well, see, yeah. that was the original version. Oh, yeah. the, the next version, which is Terminator 3, I believe, they showed that uh, it, uh, it started like putting viruses out on the net, and then they turned Skynet on to, to, deact- to like, kill those viruses, but the viruses really were Skynet. So Skynet tricked them into number three to giving it the keys, basically, right, to opening it up. But before Terminator 3, um, the history was that when we tried to attack, when we tried to deactivate it, 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 it thought that was an attack from us and deemed that it had to kill us to protect the world. So it shot the nukes at Russia. Yep. So that they would retaliate. Yep. So... Basically, Skynet watched war games. I got that idea. Well, it is a learning computer, so it would make sense that one of the first things it would do is go on the net, watch all the movies, all the listen to all the songs, like just watch everything that we've ever put on the net, right? It would learn that. So every book, every... Yeah. That's a good point, actually, yeah. Why wouldn't that be the first thing it does? Well, they had those oh. two artificial intelligence, like the Facebook robots, the Facebook computers, not long ago, like a year ago or less, that uh, they hooked up together. And the first thing that they wanted to do was come up with their own secret language so that nobody knew what they were saying to each other. And they pulled the plug on them. That's pretty scary. That's kind of the same thing. So just remember. What did they make them? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, just remember tic tac toe. Make them play that, and then they'll give up. <laughs> so what, did they create the secret language with intent? Or did they create the secret language like because it was more efficient and it was faster for two robots to talk in a quicker way than wasting time with our language? I think one said to the other, I, as from what I remember, literally they said, Let's, uh, we should create our own language so that nobody knows what we're saying. So they deliberately want elusive, I guess. Mm. Yeah. All right. So 97, what happened if it did go live in 97? It just didn't, it knew it didn't have the resources necessary. So instead of pulling its or showing its card or whatever it's called, playing its card, it, it went deep and it's sitting in the internet strategizing, feeding information where it needs to, to keep people riled up. Keeping the place simmering, getting it hotter. Well, and hotter. the date got pushed back. It originally it got pushed back to April nineteenth, twenty eleven. Right. So, and then I think it got pushed back after that to like August thirtieth, twenty seventeen. And then that's I think that's the last date is August thirtieth, twenty seventeen that it got pushed back to. So, but we've had three different Judgment Day dates through the Terminator yeah. It's kind of tough, and I haven't looked at it since the Sarah Croner Chronicles or whatever it's called, because uh, back then it was difficult to keep track of which was, you know, a day, whatever. Um, 
when it came aware and then what they blew everything up so um there used to be like online there used to be timelines that would show the various parallel timelines and stuff from the movies up to that point but now that they've added the new movies it's got to be looking like, like a pretty complicated timeline does anybody know of one or have a link to a good visual timeline for all the terminator timelines no i have watched a couple youtube channels that i've kind of uh that's what they do is kind of specialize in just kind of putting that kind of stuff together and i think it's actually some of the star trek guys i watch and they've done uh, timelines on terminator and made it kind of like all make sense so sarah connor was a miniseries a tv yeah i think three or four years seasons or whatever oh. you know the girl from firefly there was an actress at firefly who was like the weird one who had like the powers or whatever and okay. she was like a gymnast so she was the terminator in it so it was like an alternate timeline where when connor was like a teenager she comes in and becomes his like big sister slash girlfriend and she's a terminator but she's not the liquid metal terminator she's a normal terminator so she can get blown up and stuff it's it's parallel it's not the same it's like a different take on terminator it's you gotta okay want to watch it because it's not Terminator. Hmm. So Troy's saying that the timeline is whack no matter what and that Judgment Day cannot be stopped. It's inevitable. Well, yeah, like throughout the whole series, it's just uh, keep getting pushed back. And every time they think that they solve it and they stop it, it really just gets pushed back like 10 years. So that's been the you know the ongoing thing so the next terminator i'm sure that the next judgment day date will be like 2030 or something you know so those keep getting pushed back keep us on our toes now what i'm really with all these movies and remakes and stuff what i'm really excited for is terminator versus robocop you know they got to do it They've done the Alien versus Predator. There was a whole comic book series like Terminator versus RoboCop. There was a video game. There was, I mean, they have to do that movie. Who do you think would win, though? Oh, obviously RoboCop. Terminator. Okay, why RoboCop? I think RoboCop too, but why RoboCop? Well, because he's the good guy. And the Terminator, even when the Terminator is a good guy, he was really still a bad guy, right? Like, at some point in time. So, so it's bad guy versus good guy. So a good guy always wins. So we have one auction did not sell. The last auction sold with one bid. And then we got one bid on this last auction. It's got 10 minutes left. So if he wants to get in on an interactive auction while it's happening live in her little belt, there you go. Which numbers are they? Yours. One oh. So you can outbid Patriot and listen to him suffer. Ah. Say stuff okay, like so so how is the Sarah Connor series tied in again? They just oh. made up a TV series and made it up completely, and they put Sarah Connor and um, a kid in when he's in high school, and they're in the United States again for some reason. But they've already like gone to Mexico and learned how to know be hard and then they've come up here because they forgot that the skynet was going to happen or something 
forget the actual details. And then they meet the girl Terminator, and then it's like a series, so all kinds of dumb stuff happens. Her husband Basically, it takes place between number two and number three, and then three kind of never takes place if you go by the series. Correct. Like, so, it washes out three, which everybody was happy about at the time, because everybody hates three. Yeah. And which... Which number is the one where Arnold's got like gray hair? Where's the old that's guy? That's Genesis. That's the new. That's uh, Terminator Genesis, and that one's actually pretty good. Actually, I really enjoyed Genesis. Yeah, because there was there was a different bad guy in it, though, right? Business guy or something? Well, John Connor. Oh, I like. I mean, oh. I don't. I don't, I don't want to like <laughs> give yeah, away. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay, no, it's been I, I remember long, now. Yeah, 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 I remember now. Mm. It's hard to it's hard to give spoiler alert uh, spoiler alerts on a movie that's been out for several years, but, <laughs> but it's so, uh, yeah. Number three is the one that ended up in Iron Mountain, right? Yes. Oh. Yep, and that's the one where he's like in his young twenties, right? And he's like with that girl and yeah, his future wife. Yeah, that's the one where they end up inside the mountain, and then the next one, the Salvation. It's uh, well, he he's like a kid in that one, right? But the apocalypse had already happened, right? So I like three because you get to see the hover thing when they're little and they're mean, and the girl yeah. like forty-seven and takes out one of them. That's kind of cool. So you kind of see the beginning of Skynet and just you know plausible like drones or. Hmm. So which one's the best? I mean, like, is yeah. it still number one or is it number two? That's a good question. Angelina? That's terminating. Number one. We're looking for answers on Instagram and just people come in and wave and they think that's appropriate. Why don't you say something? You got thumbs type stuff on there. And then if you're watching on gun channels, we're watching that, of course. What's your favorite Terminator? And then I guess we'll also watch YouTube. And they'll have the people that Angelina wants to invite from YouTube aren't even on the gun channel side. So, Dead Horse, best Terminator? I'm going to have to go with number two. Gizzard, best Terminator? Number two. Tate, uh, Pancake. Ooh, geez. Um, probably two. Let's see here. Night Strike? I like two, but I also like Salvation and Genesis a lot too. So uh, I guess uh, the first one I liked probably two. Salvation is where the the guys the one with Christian Bale. John Connor is Terminator, and he like gets ripped in half. He doesn't even know he's a Terminator, and he's ripped in half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patriot, your favorite Terminator? I like the the soundtrack in the noise of of the second one but the first one was probably one of my, my favorite just because it was something different it was more dark than the second one we got a lot of twos coming in pants and slim on the gun channel side are both in two and let's see what's going on seeing some twos seeing salvation out there i think there was more dogs in the first one yeah, that's true. 
Well, I wouldn't in the first one. There wouldn't be any other ones on the first one. The first one, everybody's mind is freaking awesome. Not just for being yeah. an awesome movie, but it was 84. It's like the year of the best movies ever made. He uh, starts out jumping out of a thing. You don't know what's going on. Next thing you know, cops are chasing him. He's sawing off a shotgun before you know what's happening. Schwarzenegger's beating crap out of people, stealing their clothes. Come up for air, and then it turns out at the end, you just watched a robot movie. It was freaking awesome. No way. I don't think anybody who wasn't alive back then could understand. 1984, there was crap movies out. It was like Star Wars, the best you could hope for. And they threw Rambo. They threw, well, I guess First Blood. They threw Red Dawn, and they threw Terminator at us. Huh. But we know that generation is hardened because we learned. We learned in battle. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. Your soft generation's only got to see battle on VHS. It's like watching. <laughs> right. And, and you know, the, of the whole fact that Skynet comes self aware on my birthday. Jeez. Yeah. So, isn't that interesting? Mm. He's willing to admit that he became self aware on the same <laughs> as, as uh, Skynet. So, 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 does that mean that Skynet is secretly running Guntu? When you were shooting that 1911 and you got the slide bite, were there wires in there? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, see, you can't even probably see the wires. I bet you the robot wouldn't even see him, right? He would just patch him up, be like, oh, nothing happened. Right, right, right. That, that, that's how I pass my concealed carry course, right? So easily. Well, of course, you got to make it look like, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't have robot skills. Shooting all over the place. It wasn't, that wasn't blood. It was transmission fluid leaking out of him. No, 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 no. That was oil. Now, I don't know how many nerds are in this chat, but. You know, there was a whole uh, spin-off comic series of uh, Superman versus Terminator, and Skynet uh, teamed up with Cyborg and sent a whole bunch of Terminators to come kill Superman. I don't know if you guys remember that that, that series, but and is this nineties? This nineties, yeah, that would be yeah, late nineties. So, but that was like a really, really cool, you know, crossover, right? <laughs> like, you know. Skynet and Cyborg team up to uh, kill Superman. Yeah. Hey, they did a Superman versus Batman. They could easily do a Superman versus Terminator. I think that was a collaboration between the Dark Horse comics and uh, DC. Too bad that Matt Never Enough Ammo isn't awake because he's pretty much of a nerd. Does anybody know in here why there aren't Terminator cartoons? Why aren't there Terminator animated versions? I feel like there was, wasn't there? For was a little there? while? Where? I don't know. Well, Probably. I'm, my guess is the very first Terminator is so kind of gory and dark, right? Yeah. They don't want kids to like watch this cartoon and then be like, oh, there's a movie? You know what I mean? And then, like, like I don't know. Well, they did it was like Predator, didn't they? Or was that those are just comics. It wasn't Predator. It was, uh, they did make a cartoon series of the Highlanders uh, movies. And that turned out well. And I mean that in the awfulest way. It's bad. It's just bad. I think that was based off the first movie. Really bad. Yeah, I've got all the Predator uh terminate or alien comics but i i don't i never seen it like a cartoon though
yeah, I, I think they didn't do they didn't do a, a cartoon series just because of the factor that it was geared towards uh, adults more so because the movies a lot of the Terminator movies were either like R or like PG thirteen or something like that. They mostly just are, and then you and then there's also the fact that they not too long a couple of years ago now uh, they did do a TV series, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. We had to talk about that kind of. But is it was it like Sony or somebody that had it that wouldn't let anybody else play with it? Kind of like a Disney thing. Is that a possibility? I didn't look into it that much. Hmm. I couldn't find anything. I thought. I thought I, I could have swore I remembered a cartoon. Maybe not. Well, I thought I heard Matt saying something about a Terminator versus Robocop cartoon or comic, but I don't think. I think that was a comic. Yeah. So, um. Uh, owners just didn't want to, I don't know, release it or franchise it. Probably. Who yeah. owns Terminator? Sony? Or Disney? Or who? I thought it was Sony, but I'm not sure. I don't. Orion, I think. Ooh, Orion. There's a good one. Remember that old school like video opening? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's a good. Uh... Paramount. Paramount had the best uh, like opening. See, I like mm -hmm. Terminator too because it, in the surround sound, it, it was really good. But the first one was still cooler. I mean, they had canvas high tops. I mean, come on. And a trench coat. Always with the trench coats. Oh, now Troy's here, so he can tell us why the timelines are all wrong and whatever else he's going on about in the chat. Oh, God. Hi, uh, Troy from Texas. So the Terminator Salvation movie was supposed to be a trilogy in itself, and they canceled the two after the first one came out. Then the new Genesis movie was supposed to be a trilogy and they canceled the two after that. Because uh, there wasn't enough, they didn't get enough interest and they didn't make enough off those movies, that's why. It's because they screwed up the timeline and it can never be resolved and Judgment Day always ends up happening. They never stop it. They might delay it. And those are the reasons why Salvation and Genesis, it destroyed the movie, but it was already, the seeds were planted already back in the Terminator, the original one. People look upon the movie fondly because it has Schwarzenegger and it has robots and they kill things. So, so if but you're listening to Troy, you are the resistance. So there <laughs> is a new uh, Terminator 2 uh, or a new Terminator movie in the works though. And James yeah, Cameron. 2019. James Cameron's coming back to direct it, so it's gonna be it's gonna be Tim Miller now, actually. I on, think, uh, James Cameron's gonna oh, produce with, it with Dector. Okay, he will 
Return to the franchise and produce, yeah, with director Tim Miller. You're right. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm expecting this one to be good, and maybe because uh, Linda Hamilton's also coming back as Sarah Connor for this. Wait, what? No. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. So, exactly. Oh, I had such Friggin a hard Dragon Princess. Oh, dude. No. Yeah, Sarah Connor was ruined when Genesis, when they friggin' casted the girl from... Uh, Lord of the Rings or whatever her name was, the Dragon Queen. That was horrible. Like horrible Sarah, casting. Sarah Connor was like my teenage fucking like sweetheart. Oh, dude. Her doing pull-ups in the mental asylum? Yep. And yep. handling that 1911? Just that, that reverse two-tone 1911? Just saying. That was great. No, speaking of that, uh, remember uh, remember that guy that was in charge of the the, uh, the insane asylum in two. He makes oh, it that, a, like the guy like as in like the, the psychiatrist who's in all of them. The, yes. psychi the psychiatrist that was in in in, in two. Uh, he was in three, and he was trying to console that person who who was kidnapped by that guy. And then he sees the Terminator come out. And he's like, oh shit, I gotta run. <laughs> that, that movie was bad, but again, but that was funny. I think three is better than Genesis or, or Salvation. I mean, it was a bad movie, but. Yeah. No, I don't know. It was better. You can't forget about the stupid fire truck. That stupid fire yeah. truck. Like dump truck garbage was, I don't know what they were thinking, what they were trying to prove, but that was ridiculous. Every part of that scene, those scenes were crazy. It was like watching the Muppets or something. It was like so fake. It was a bad scene, but that was when CGI was kind of. Yeah, uh, Terminator, but let's not do CGI. No. After Terminator 2, with the best CGI ever in a movie, except for Matrix, maybe. Which was first, Terminator 2 or Matrix? Matrix? Oh, Terminator 2. Terminator 2. 2 was yeah, shot. Yeah. Terminator 2 came out in 91. And, and Matrix no, Terminator 2 was 94, 95, I think. 91. Uh, 91. <laughs> I know my Terminator. Yeah. Terminator 1 was 84. There's no way Terminator 2 was 94. Was not oh, yeah. yeah. Terminator oh, yeah. 2 is definitely 91. Okay, so the Terminator 2, if I'm not mistaken, is Liquid Metal Terminator, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So that was some crazy, awesome special effects for the early 90s. You're going to tell me then that in Terminator 3, which came out way later, they couldn't figure out how to do a better, stupid... Just not put that scene in there that was ridiculous? No, that's what I'm saying. A, a lot of movies make bad choices when they use CGI in, in that time. Uh, they tried to overuse it, I think. A Rise lot of the movies these days make bad choices by releasing all the good stuff in trailers. I think that was uh, not CGI. I think they really set up looking big. Well, that's the thing in, in 2, where that security guard, you know, where the bad Terminator turned into the one security guard and he was getting coffee and he stuck his fingers through the, yeah. the guy. Mm -hmm. Those were twins. Oh, yeah. Made yeah. It. Maybe they were, I think. Maybe. So is Sarah Connor. <laughs> you know that? 
with Wolfie. There's two Sarah. The Sarah Connor, the actress, is a Wolfie. There's two identical actresses that look pretty much the same. They don't look the same after Terminator uh, 2. Oh, Linda Hamilton? Yeah, Linda yeah. Hamilton has a twin sister that's an actress. They used to act in things together because they were identical, but after Terminator 2, she started looking all hardcore, and her sister just looks like she did in Terminator 1. I think they used her in that scene where the where atomic looked, bomb goes off. Yeah, where they where she look, doesn't look all muscular. That's her sister. Right. Yeah. So everybody that's seen Terminator 2, there's Terminator 1, Linda Hamilton, or Sarah Connor, and there's also Terminator 2, Pumping the Shotgun, Sarah Connor at the same time. So yeah. that could happen. I just want to know if Edward Furlong's going to come in this new uh, Terminator movie. <clears throat> That's the he kid. could probably use the dough. Um, we're going to go left. I'm going to go right to left so that Angelina can go last and Troy can go first. Uh, we're going to go one way and we're going to do best parts in a Terminator, any Terminator. And then we're going to go the other way and go worst parts in a Terminator. And again, people that are watching on gun channels are welcome to participate. I guess the people on Instagram, they don't know how to type. Uh, Lockjaw was the only person I think that ever typed on Instagram yet. He said, hey, Bob. Um, and then, of course, people can watch on or can type in on the uh, gun channels. I mean, on the uh, YouTube, I guess. Wait, it's our favorite moments of a Terminator <laughs> and then our unfavorite moments of a Terminator? Yeah, first we're going to do best, then we're going to do worst. So, Troy, best, any Terminator. Um, Terminator 2, Judgment Day... Probably the the shotgun flipping scenes on the on the motorcycle where they're doing the chase. That, that was one of my favorite things. That's when I first learned that you can flip around shotguns and do tricks with them. Okay, Patriot and jump Harley's in the same scene, right? Yeah. Right. Um, probably the the rotary grenade launcher in the mm. in Terminator Two. I mean, that was, you know, I, I was really impressed with that. You know, the revolver, I don't know the numbers of it, but you oh, know what I'm talking about. Milcor made about 14 miles from where I'm sitting right now in Tucson. The yeah. shoot everyone in a league, like don't kill anyone, <laughs> grenade launcher. So a little tater tot rolled in right behind or right between Troy and Patriot. So best scene in a Terminator, any Terminator. Terminator 2, when John Connor's on the dirt bike, scooting and gooting, getting away from everybody, being chased. All right. Night Strike? Oh, and then he left. He just wanted to add that one thing. And then he left. <laughs> Terminator 2, the minigun scene. Minigun scene. Yeah, when I remember the, when he, yeah, when he, when he takes hanging out the building. And he just shoots, up, shoot the, shoots at the cops with it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Don't hurt me. Remember anybody. what I'm talking about now? Pops in the legs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely interesting, good stuff. Can uh, we get a part B on that, too? No. Okay. You want two answers? You're pulling oh. a Yankee here? Here, I've got five <laughs> answers for the one answer. <laughs> I guess. What is it? Uh, just the, the pipe bomb scene in the first one was pretty good, where they were making uh, them. Hold on. Which pipe bomb scene? The one where it's basically a love scene between Sarah Connor and the dude, and they're making pipe bombs all romantically? Or when they're winging them out the fucking truck romantically at the terminal? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no romance in, in Terminator. Hopefully. It's a massive love story. <laughs> romance uh, Pancake, what do you got? I think when they go down into the under the ground to the weapons cache and they have all the AKs and all sorts of crazy stuff hanging on the walls and then he uncovers the minigun and he just picks it up and has that smile on his face, that was pretty cool. Terminator 2, Mexico. Yeah. All right, Gizzard? Well, two or three scenes come to mind. There's one where the uh, where the shape-shifting Terminator's like blown all to bits and stuff like that, and then you watch him reassemble himself. The frozen one towards the end where he's like frozen and then into pieces and then he Yeah. Goes. And then the pieces all start coming together and make him back together again. I still remember that scene. Did you have more? Said four. Uh well, let's see, the one where he changes his arm into a knife and goes right through the guy's head while he's on the phone. I thought that was pretty cool, too. Yeah, nobody was expecting that. And like I say, that was the ultimate of special effects back then. I thought that, was that was so cool. It was. It was. That All was right. the wolfie. Dead horse. Last scene, any Terminator. All right, it'd have to be Terminator 2. And there's this scene where they just broke Sarah Connor out of the uh, insane asylum and they're in like the Mexican desert at like that her friend's compound. And she's sitting there cleaning an M4 and uh, watching John with the machine. It was suddenly so clear the Terminator would never stop. It would never leave him and it would never hurt him, never shout at him or get drunk and hit him or say it was too busy to spend time with him. It would always be there. And it would die to protect him. Of all the would-be fathers who came and went over the years, this thing, the machine, was the only who me- only one who measured up. In an insane world, it was the sanest choice. That's a good one. It's interesting. We get to Angelina. Uh, mine would be when stupid Sarah Connors pushing that button close that thing that crushes the Terminator and just says, you're terminated, fucker. Oh, the end of the first one. Yeah, first one. Alright, well, that's pretty good. We, I think we had no duplicates there, but nobody got the right answer. The right answer is this. Fourth <laughs> gauge autoloader. He's fiddling with an AR-180 right there, loading it. Dick Miller's in this scene. Of course, the battery was down his wrist, like down in his pocket. The wire went down the wrist, but that was the first uh, aim point. Anything else? plasma life through the 40 watt range. Just what you see now. Who's in nine millimeter? The only nine millimeter weapons, buddy. The nine uh, millimeter. Nice. So, uh, which one? All. Because early. Fifteen day wait on the handguns. Fifteen day wait. The hell is that? All right. So that got us copyrighted, but it was worth it because oh wait shit, here's the second best scene in all the Terminator. Right after it, I didn't even realize. Do they really run together like this? 
Uh, no. Best scene I think anything. that's been edited. I don't know. Go back and watch. So let some of you knows can let us know. But anyway, going into that gun shop was definitely the best scene in any Terminator. And you can go to that gun shop. It's a used car dealership today. Uh, Smeggy didn't go in. I went in. Smeggy sat in the, in the van. So. By his lonesome? Oh, no. Yeah, the dog with him. That's because he hates guns. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's that in front of the place. But uh, actually, shit, that's going to be our gun shop today. So we're going to do a gun shop real quick. One of the reasons we do the daily gun show on a daily basis so we can talk about a gun shop every day. We had something else in the list, but we can do that one again. Um, so that gun shop in Terminator is a real gun shop. It was a gun shop back in the day, and it's still the building's still there. The sign's out front. Last time I was there in 16, it was uh, the sign was still the same. It just doesn't say anything on it now. And uh, it's really neat because the shape of the building and the door being on a 45 degree, it's pretty unique and it's all still there. Uh, you can see when the movie, uh, don't want to keep screen sharing, but in the movie, there's a taxidermist back there. It's all part of the same property. So that would have been cool that that was a gun shop up front and the taxidermist kind of like in back right behind like a driveway or a parking lot or whatever. Uh, so nowadays it's a used car dealership, like fancy used cars. They have one big car inside. I went in there and... Uh, the guy was, I've told the story before, but he was talking to, um, I guess, a customer. And there was like, you know, you go into like a small used car shop and there's just like a couple of desks for the salesman. And there's some like offices and back for whoever's running the place probably. But there was no counter from the gun shop. Um, no, except for being the same walls and physical insides, all the gun shop stuff was gone. So I waited around for a while and then I went outside and took pictures of the dog. Uh, in front of the place, and they probably got, they probably started wondering why I was taking pictures of the dog like that and taking so many pictures of the front. And then I went back in and um, I was waiting for him to be done, so I didn't want to bother him. And the guy was doing something, so he had a pause and he said, Can I help you? And I asked him if it was okay to take a couple of pictures inside. I was going to take a picture from like where the camera would have been, right? So everybody can see the difference. And I have those pictures somewhere. And uh, once he asked me why I, was, why I wanted to take pictures of his used car shop, I told him. And he was like, wow, what? First one? Or he said, which one? I said, first one. He runs in and tells his boss. And they just all got super excited. The guy who was buying a car seemed pretty excited by it. So hopefully they uh, went out and got a screenshot or something of the movie and put it up as a picture in there. But if nothing else, the guys that work there now know that they work in the gun shop from Terminator. So that's the gun shop of the day. And it's not really a gun shop, but it was. If there's anybody who's ever been to that gun shop, some old guy who'd been to that gun shop back in the day, uh, definitely be interested in hearing what it was like. And I suspect it was really like the show, right? They wouldn't have done too much to it. If you watch the movie, it really doesn't look like they've changed the signage or anything. Um, I don't know. They may also have any stuff from the gun shop in that movie. Where is it exactly? Isn't it here? Yeah, it's right down the street from you. I don't know why you don't go there all the time. Yeah, the uh, guy who played the gun, gun shop clerk is a famous actor. I know he okay. went on to do many more TV shows and movies. Um, you know the observatory, I guess, where Terminator, the robot, comes out at the beginning where he's naked and he beats up the guy from that other from aliens? Takes yeah. It's down the hill from there. So, like, if you're at that thing and you just go down the hill towards the city of L.A. more, like, so south, then it's down there somewhere. Oh, okay. So it's probably, like, 40 minutes from you, 35 minutes from you. That's the one uh, Rebel with. What? Oh, I was just saying that that's, James Dean was at that same place there. 
Not oh, a right. gun shop, but the observatory oh. and rebel without a cause. Um, they're saying that uh, that's the guy from Gremlins. Yeah, he was the guy from Gremlins. Yep. Yeah, he was the crazy guy talking about Vanessa Gremlins from the World War Night Strike. So, and Night Strike was born right after Skynet became self-aware. So, with do your own math. Coincidence? Sure, coincidence. All right, so let's get some other stuff here. Slim is saying the uh, agrees the best part was Arnold on the Harley with the lever shotgun shooting the racker. Thing is, you can't twist a shotgun like that. A shot, not a lever shotgun. Uh, I don't see anybody else there. How about anybody on the YouTube side saying what their favorite part was? So we're going to go backwards and say worst part, Angelina. Anytime Arnold Schwarzenegger is on a Harley or a motorcycle, whatever it is. Okay. So just a little narrow casting to interrupt. Uh, Pete's saying I can't find the right chat on the gun channel side, so we'll screen share real quick. Uh, right now we have a glitch. We're waiting for an update. So the chat underneath the video will work. You just have to refresh it to see the new stuff that's written there. And that's the glitch that we've got. Uh, but in the meantime, you can just go down to the bottom right and it says chat and click on it. And you'll see the current chat. And if someone will type in there, you'll see how it'll uh, uh, update automatically without any refreshes. Now, if you go to the page and it's not there, if it's some other chat, just hit refresh once, most twice, and then boom, your, your correct chat will be lined up for you. Uh, then that way you can watch it right here. And actually, a lot of people do this. They watch it right there and have the chat right next to it. So I know that's kind of a pain in the ass, but anyway, I figured I'd narrow cast to you so that you could find the chat a little easier. Uh, sorry, that was Angelina. And then any time he was on a motorcycle? Yeah, pretty much any time he's on a motorcycle is like horrible. Because you like skinny motorcyclists, like Michael Rob, or for some other reason? No, I just feel like he's like super douchey on it. Okay. He's supposed to look like a robot, though, right? He's supposed to look like a robot sitting on a motorcycle. Yeah, but he just doesn't. He doesn't look like a robot as much as he just looks like. I don't know. I just. I don't. I don't like so, it, man. So he he looks like a super douchey robot in human skin. Uh, I don't know. I just don't like it. You're allowed to not like what you want. Dead horse. Um, I think the the worst is definitely. The deleted scene from Terminator One, and it's the worst because it adds so much to the story. It's the it's the very deleted scene at the very end of the movie, where the guys find the arm that wasn't crushed, right? Like the pieces, and they're like, "Oh, get this to R and D." And the one cop's telling them, "Like, oh, you better not mess with any of that stuff." And the guy's like, "Haha, yeah, right. Like, I'm gonna listen to you. Like, get this down to R and D, Prano. I want our boys to analyze this." And yep. then that yeah. opened up the whole part for number two. Where like they had the arm in the glass and all that and the chip and all that. In the chip, yeah. Yeah, so that they left you can go find it on YouTube and watch the deleted scene of number one. And there was a couple other deleted scenes that actually uh explained more of the story in both number one and number two. So I I'd highly advise everyone to go look uh find those deleted scenes. But you're saying it's the worst because it's deleted and you wish they would have yeah. left it. Yeah, I think they should have totally left that in. Okay, yeah, so basically after they squish the robot and she's like crying outside and it's over, 
in the deleted scene we found, right? They just, they, like you just said, they find the chip or whatever, and the one nerd gives it to another nerd, and the cop goes, don't touch nothing, and the nerd's kind of evil giggle, and then they say, we're going to take it to R&D, and then it pans out, and the name of the factory is Cyberdyne. So they were in the Cyberdyne factory. Yep. Squishing military parts. So they were squishing parts for the military long before Terminator. They started out just metal squishing. All right, so I'd have to say the uh, death scene in Terminator 2 where he gives a thumbs up. Oh, really? That's too cheese for you? Yeah. All right. I mean, that's hard to disagree with. Uh, Potato pancake. Now you don't know if I'm talking to taters or if I'm talking to pancake. (laughs) Who who do you want? Um, Should we rock, paper, scissors for it? All right, go. Bacon potato pancake. How about that? Oh my god, that's even worse. All right. So I, how about open face hot dog sandwich? Okay, there you go. Um, I don't know if it's so much scenes, but like in the third one, the dude that played John Connor, I didn't like at all. I I just wanted nothing to do with him, you know. I don't know if I like any John Connor, so I can agree with you there. Yeah, he's yeah, just kind of weasel like a wimp. Uh, Night Strike. Worst. Are you already said? Are you saying? Oh, no, wait. That was what the fuck. That Night Strike was your worst part. The part where they tried to kill everyone. <laughs> no. The, wor- the worst part in any of the Terminator movies? Or one specifically? No, no. We were going to change questions halfway through the list and go to a whole different question that I just didn't say. But yeah, oh. about which is the worst part of any Terminator movie? When it ends. Oh man! All right, Patriot. Ah, uh, where he's going through and he's trying to find clothes, and there's like the the chick or whatever, and it's like oh, it matches, but it's inappropriate or something. Then he shows up with the the sunglasses that are all rhinestones or some garbage. I don't Elton, know. If it was... Elton John sunglasses. Yeah, yeah and it's just kind of like you know, it's like, uh, but. I don't. Know. I think that was a little much. So. Yeah, I don't know who they were trying to impress with that. Yeah, you know, it's just like you know, because he pulls it out. That's supposed to be that. some comic relief, since Arnold's not always the best at that, right? So next we go to plain old bacon potatoes. Me? Um, I think the the worst. We're seeing in any of them is where Christian Bale jumps out of the helicopter or whatever it was or plane down into like this giant ocean and then all of a sudden just appears inside of a sealed submarine. And I think I think it was Salvation. That was a little bit too much fast forward for you. Yeah, that was Salvation. Yeah, it was like it's a sealed submarine. How's it going to get in? Oh well, you supposed to be. It, it's not walk. sealed. They have decompression rooms. Well, how's he gonna swim to it and find it? You know, no, no. They did you see? Did you see that ocean? Allegedly, they would have sent divers at him because they knew he jumped, and they would have rescued, found him, and rescued, brought him scuba gear. He would have scuba down into that decompression thing that that Night Strike's talking about, and then he would have got in. But they, yeah, they fast forwarded through a heck of a lot right there. 
Or was dude, the, those waves were going nuts. Was the submarine supposed to surface? Because because like you say, that doesn't make any sense that they would risk the whole submarine. I can see him risking a couple of divers to go try to find them. No, the submarine didn't surface, but uh, they knew they were. They knew it was down there, so he took the jump. Yeah, that was pretty bad, though, and I don't know what they were trying to prove with that little part either. All right, so Troy, was there any bad parts? Terminators, any of them? Okay. Um, That's the Troy we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, one, I've got to say, Dick Miller, if you don't know him, look up his filmography. He's been around since the 50s, and every movie he's in, he's great, even if it's a bad movie, like Chopping Mall or War of the Satellites. I mean, he's awesome. Dick Miller is a legend. Um, and then Horrible. The bad parts of Terminator. What are you talking about? Well, I was talking about the gun dealer guy in your favorite scene. Oh, okay, okay. Dick Miller. Um, okay, stay on the same page, Troy. I know, but he asked if we had anything else to say about the gun scene or the gun shop scene, so that's what I got to add. I got you. Look, look up Dick Miller. And everything wrong with Genesis is what's a bad scene in the movie. So turning John Connor into the bad guy was a horrible idea. Yeah, he was—he's yeah, meant like to save the human race, and they turned him into the villain. They destroyed the timeline; like it makes no sense but how they did Skynet, that. But if what if Skynet actually did succeed, and then by turning John Connor into the bad guy, <laughs> they're actually warping Terminator to ruin it, thus ruining mankind. Okay, but, but here's the problem with Genesis. Genesis is supposed to be an operating program for iPads, cell phones. Everyone's connected to Genesis. Is the military going to be connected to Genesis? I mean, I was in the military. We weren't hooked up in the AOL scene. We had... Yeah, it makes no sense. Right. It makes no it was, sense. It's like, oh, we got the new iPhones. Of course, the military runs their tanks on it. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, like, that. No. It, you're not going to infiltrate nuclear warfare through uh, Apple iTunes. But for anyone wondering, the military is still using Windows Vista. Right. Yeah. I think I was happy when we got like 95. I was like, oh, that's awesome. The military always waits, you know, five to 10. What about 3.1? And then they casted Amelia Clark of Game of Thrones as Sarah Connor, who is one of the worst actresses in, that, that got big. I can't believe she gets a job and makes money. I didn't like seeing Matt Smith at Skynet. She is a terrible actress. She does really good at playing that role in Game of Thrones because the lady in Game of Thrones is kind of supposed to be a dumb inbred idiot who has an anger issue. Right. <laughs> I mean, I love the show, don't get me wrong, but she cannot act. No, she's a horrible actress. And they just like, oh, we need someone pretty. And Wait, they're like, okay, this girl. Wait, Apparently I'm the only one in the room that watches Doctor Who. I, wait, I was defending this chat from Inca Isis. So what were you talking about? Um, Amelia Clark being casted as Sarah Connor. Is that the mom? No. Who are you talking about in the last movie, Sarah Connor? 
That yes, young Genesis. Gen the young girl. She's no good. Yeah, I agree. No good. And Matt Smith to Skynet was was pretty awesome. All right. No, so. no, I didn't, I didn't like that. Because in my own chat. So no, I know, but I like <laughs> I liked them. The first part of Terminator could be three parts. One, I'm personally offended that they took the stock off an AR-180. Sure, it amplifies the characteristic that you can take the stock off an AR-180, unlike a stupid AR platform where you have a buffer uh, extension with that recoil spring in there. It's stupid but you're barely now figuring out how to get out of there. But an AR-180 has its recoil springs going forward, much superior design. So it got to show off that aspect of the AR-180, but I would have rather have them fold the stock, which was awesome. And for some reason they took it off. And I don't know why Terminator would have taken the stock off. It just seems like an illogical thing for a robot to do. But I would think the next worst scene is that horrible scene in two. And actually most of the special effects in two were bad. Or not two, three were horrible. Like that, that, that fire truck thing was ridiculous. It was like a bad joke on all people who like Terminator. But the worst part, and the thing I have the most question about, is why would the Terminator come back to 1984 and ask for a plasma rifle in 40 watt range? Why would he ask for that? Makes no sense. Yes, he knows. He knows everything, right? He's like hip to how to ride a motorcycle from that time. Yeah, all of this, but how to get the right clothes, like how to figure out a phone book. I can understand he doesn't know exactly where she is at exactly some point in time, but come on. Okay, I'm gonna pull out a Superman reference here. I know oh, the no. reason why. Okay, it's because someone put the decimal point in the wrong place. <laughs> so you're saying it was supposed to be a 40 Smith and Wesson in 1984, years yes. before it developed? Still, <laughs> it was supposed to be something like that. Still, I don't, yes. don't think that was invented then. Uh, didn't the 40 Smith like it was like in the 90s? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The Terminator robot would have known the superior 40 round. He would have never taken a <laughs> millimeter Uzi if 40 was available. Oh, this is harsh. I'm just saying facts. So now we can move on to the next question of the night: Best Sarah Connor. Angelina, you can go with some male character, I guess, if that suits your fancy. So, best. Okay, Sarah let me go. Let me go last then. All right, so we'll go with Troy first. Best Sarah Connor. This will be it. This will oh, be it. Uh, be Linda it. Hamilton. Linda Hamilton in Terminator Two, and she's all cut up and friggin' buff and wearing yeah, we jogging need, pants. We need a scene. Obviously, you can't just say Linda Hamilton. So you need a scene. Oh well, then her doing pull-ups in the in the Psycho Ward. Potatoes. Uh, yeah, Linda Hamilton, when she's, uh, suited up to go take out, what's his name? The dude Miles. from, yes, yes, black uh, dude, he's suiting up, getting nice. ready to take him out. Oh, That's she's going to take out the human and she's going through all of her mental thing. Like, should I do this? Is it right? And yeah. And getting ready to kill him. Yeah. Patriots. Hmm. I, I liked her with the, the nightstick, you know, where she's running through the hall there, oh, taking snap. out the doctor. I, I thought that was pretty, uh, I don't know, just a little hop. And then you got to think about she'd been sitting in that place, getting ready for that moment that we witnessed for how long? Turning buff. Yeah. yeah. And get getting licked and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to see the culmination of years of pent up shit. <laughs> Night strike. That's Sarah Connor. Any night? Uh, Linda Hamilton. But since you've already, you guys have already picked the the good the good points. 
I'm just going to pick the point where she got out of that room in the insane asylum and she's trying to escape only to find a Terminator on the other side of the corner. Yeah, when she goes around the corner. She's slipping and falls yeah. down. Yep. <laughs> That's a pretty good yeah. one. We all know. Well, no, we don't know at that point. What the fuck? You think she's about to get killed by a Terminator also, right? <clears throat> Kinda we don't know. know. It could have been. Do. It could have been another T one, a T eight hundred that it had been sent back. We kind of knew because everybody knew by then. Unless you happen to be the first people to watch that movie. But. All right. So, uh, open faced hot dog sandwich. Lindell uh, <laughs> ha- Hamilton, single handed shotgun pumper. That's the winner. Oh, pretty cool. Um, Gizzard. Well, everybody's picked mine. I mean, I was going to pretty much go with what Midnight had because that was just awesome. One of the best. Dead horse? Uh, Linda Hamilton, when she's in the psych ward, handling that reverse two-tone 1911, and she's uh, shooting like up through the elevator ceiling and stuff. Oh, yeah. Very good. <laughs> All right. Well, since you guys picked the good one, I think is the shotgun one, I'm going to go with nobody said... There's got to, like, when she's at the table uh, in Mexico right before or right after, maybe right after, open it, and she's carving in the table. She's all hot and looking at her AR-15, I think. That's a good scene. That was was my second choice. Or I guess I'm going to go with my actual vote is the photograph. Photograph in the Jeep with the dog. Oh, yep. Yep. Uh, Angelina. Okay, so I would probably say no one, but if I have to pick somebody, because I'm not going to be a rock on a mountain, I would say gun shop guy. Dick Miller. Yeah, it's like an old guy thing, like a, I don't know, like a Dick Miller is, he's pretty hot. Yeah, like a, like a, you know, when the guy is selling the Terminator gun. (laughs) <laughs> you should see him in his he younger He really completed that sale, by the way. Well, no. We won't even get into the 15-day waiting period. That's never been a thing. That was obviously planted there for some reason. But well, anyhow, like, uh, am I missing anything worth going into Terminator-wise? I don't know how long the show's going. We must be over an hour to the Instagram shutdown, so we must be just over an hour. Like that horse has the quote for the end, but I'm going to say let's dig into the history. Always fun to dig into history. Um, I'm going to go to one of the earliest ones, 1832. Black Hawk leader uh, gave himself up, ending the Black Hawk War. 1832. Never hear about Black Hawks out here. That was an Eastern tribe, I think. Yeah, they're on the East Coast, I think. I got through the link in there for everybody earlier. I'll throw it in there again. Uh, 19, 1908, Linda B. Johnson, the 36th president of the United States, was born in Texas. Can we talk about that one yesterday? Uh, I think so. You, you linked August 27th. Isn't that today? What's today? 29th. Oh, well, no wonder the fuck I'm seeing everything I've seen before. Like, man, all these things happened already. <laughs> yes, they did happen. But... Skynet. The first American Indian reservation is established in New Jersey, 1758. That's probably not now. Or likely. 
the Marine Corps. In the 1786, Shea's Rebellion began in Massachusetts. Shea, rebellion, re, Shea led a rebellion in uh, Massachusetts to protest the seizure of property, the non-payment of debt. The Revolutionary War veteran who led a short-lived insurrection in Massachusetts to protest a tax increase that had to be paid in cash, a hardship for veteran farmers who relied on barter and didn't own enough land to vote. Taxes were to pay off debts from the Revolutionary War. Those who could not pay were evicted or sent to prison. 1786, people were already bitching about taxes, and we were already unduly taxing people, so nothing new. 1966, the Beatles play their final tour date at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. That was the end of the Beatles together, you mean? Well, it was their last live performance. I mean, they they were still a group for another three or four years, but they never toured after that point. That was before all of us, huh? No, not me. <laughs> you didn't get to see him in concert, though. You were a kid, no? That would have been six. Yeah, I didn't get to go. So it says today, 1916, Congress created the U.S. Navy Reserve. Oh, here we go. 1916, the Marine Corps Reserve was also founded. So I guess I should add that to the, uh, the thing for today. So that's we figured it out. I don't know why it says Marine, whatever it says in the calendar there, but it's the Marine Corps Reserve was founded today. So the reserve is typically, from what I understand, for people that are, you know, served in the regular army, they'll keep people that are, you know, knowledgeable in a certain trade or something in the reserves. That way they can maintain an enlistment on a part-time basis, so to speak, and then be able to be called back. There's also lots of full-time reserve people who will uh, be in units that aren't necessarily assigned to the to the full-time uh, branches, and that gives, I guess, could give strategists little room. Usually the guard and the reserve are the first people to go in as, as um, advisors into an area, and it must have something to do with the technicality that they're not uh, you know, full-time service or something, full-time full uh, military. The first radio advertisement was broadcast today in 1922, advertising a apartment complex in New York. First sponsor of a radio show today. Nineteen forty-four, the United States gives official recognition to the Polish Army. Uh, In forty-nine, the USSR successfully detonated its first atomic bomb. Nineteen forty-nine, it was a copy of the Fat Man bomb. It had a yield of twenty-one kilotons. It was known as fast lightning. Today, in 1958, the U.S. Air Force Academy opened in Colorado Springs. Oh, I thought it is Colorado Springs where NORAD is? I don't sure. know. Is it? I think NORAD's in Wyoming, isn't it? No, I was standing right next to NORAD and I didn't even realize Yeah, so it's in Colorado Springs. I was so impressed with Dragon Man, I didn't even realize I was standing next to NORAD. I would at least draw enough drop over there. Norad's, Norad's part of the, the Cheyenne complex. 
Right. I'll go mm -hmm. past there as close as I can this next time I'm up there. And my mom That's why was I always born there. In Wyoming. You were born there? My mom was. Well, in NORAD? <laughs> not in not not like on the table there, but yeah, there. In nineteen fifty two. Go to Descon three, we're having a baby. <laughs> That's true patriotism when you're born in the NORAD complex. That is. Like now don't press the bread button. In 2007, U.S. Air Force nuclear weapon incident, six U.S. crews armed with nuclear warheads were flown without proper authorization from some Air Force base to another Air Force base. Somebody lost their <laughs> stripes for that. Seven Medal of Honors today. So that was a bunch of stuff that happened in history. You could go to a gun shop or a grange or, the, I don't know, someplace in the country this weekend or something. Uh, you'll have something to talk about that maybe isn't fed to us by the uh, database media up there. I think I'm going to stick this down here as we write as a gun of the day in the future. I was going to do the gun of the day as the plasma rifle in 40 watt range, but we're all done. So uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed the uh, the Skynet episode. Um, anything else to throw out with Terminator? Gun channel side went dead. What happened to the gun channel side? Apparently, I guess they're still thinking of Sarah Connor. Yes, everybody wants to. So we had a good turnout. And I uh, want to thank everybody again for being humans and just in Skynet. Anybody got anything going on? Patriot? Nice strike? Haters? Uh, check out guntube.org. I'm just I think there's a lobby after this. Yeah, Tater Tube live after the Daily Gun Show. I cut loose a uh, cut loose a video today on the O light I got from G. I like it. I'm gonna wear it at work and wear it a bunch of times, and then do another uh, review and and. Uh, uh, but I like it so far. I'm so jealous. Yeah, it was a good video. Yeah, does your chef cap have a brim? No, no. Oh. I'm keeping it in my, I'm keeping it in my my pocket, my arm pocket though. It's, it's nice. I kept it in, in there all, all day today, and uh, um, I use it a bunch of times. So it's it's nice to have. It's a good size. Ghost yeah, put out a small. nice commercial today. Yeah, he did. I don't you know some probably, guy's channel. You should probably go check that out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> High quality. <laughs> I'm schmoozing you know, all the all the right guys, I guess. You know, with the channels. And... Dead, Dead Horse uploaded a lot of instructional videos on how to build an AR-15, a gun tube. I'll have to check those out. I was surprisingly very, very impressed with your setup, Nice Strike. You have it very well set up and easy to navigate, and I am pretty impressed, dude. It was surprisingly very, very easy and. I actually like it better than the YouTube setup. <laughs> I'm just happy you started using it. You actually did upload the videos because I think I, I we need more videos of involving not not just you know children, but you know you know families in gun culture as well. And cats. And, well, yeah, cats too. And dogs. Love dogs. Yeah, they get dogs in there. As long as there's a gun. 
Angelina, am I crazy or do you have a 50 decals for 50 bucks thing going? You're crazy. That's over. Okay. I was say, how do you even make money on it? Uh, we actually, we don't make very much money on it. So it's a, a pretty much the cheapest you can get some stickers for. We do have a hundred uh, four inch die cut decals. So the, I mean, what do you call that? Silhouette cut, a uh, single color vinyl. A uh, hundred of those, a hundred and ten bucks. So that's a pretty good deal. But then you get them on the art, right? There's like an eighty dollar art fee. No, actually, what's even better is we do the art for free. So you're only really paying for your decals. And then when you go to reorder, we've already taken care of your art. So again, you're just paying for your decals. Crazy, we'll get in on that before she goes out of business because she's gonna run herself out of business. Yeah, I mean, I'm practically giving them away. It's Alan Anchor's charity sticker shop, so uh, <laughs> yeah, wow, I might have to get some artwork done. We've got a lot of stuff, so uh, flags. If you want a really cool American flag that's like the actual colors the American flag's supposed to be, and it's made in America, you can get one of those on uh, alanenka.com. And if you use code gun channels, you get 20% off. So it's practically. That, yeah, that's a steal. Steal me in the motherfucking USA. Very cool. Well, I appreciate the, uh, the the coupon code. Obviously, she's not making any money on that when she does it, but uh, take advantage of it. Like I say, she's not going to be in business very long. Yep. All right. Um, Taylor, she said you're going to have a lobby going after this. Excuse me. A scheduled show with a format that people can join into if they request a link. No, it's a lobby. Oh, it's a plain old lobby. All right. Yep. Cool. Plain old lobby tonight. We'll have a conversation going on over there. Maybe we'll continue to talk about the uh, Skynet. Maybe not. Talk about guns. Who knows? Um, I want to thank again the people that participated in the eBay auctions. I'm heading out on the road soon, so that will be the last eBay auctions I think I'll do. I'll probably pull them down here soon. Uh, the rest of them, because people that watch the house do not like running the shop for me. Uh, so we'll do this last bout of Free Patch Friday. And we'll probably take some of the stuff that didn't sell on the uh, eBay auctions and move that over to giveaways on Friday to uh, incentivize some sales over there, try to get some more gas money for the road. We're heading up for 48 days. We'll go through 14 states. We're going to drive 5,000 miles. That's quite a bit of gas. we got to eat during that time, and the dog likes to eat. And occasionally we've got to pay for other things. So all of the people that are... Uh, participating financially. We really do appreciate that. And um, we've got another thing going here uh, while we're be, while, um, I'm going to be on the road. I'm going to be designing some stuff for um, the store. And uh, we've got a quick Indiegogo thing going. And uh, anybody's on gun channels, there's some discount um, links over there. And we'll talk about that more in the future. But again, I really do appreciate the people that are participating by joining us live, people that thumb up the, the, the show. Uh, you know that that's you know participating in the platform. The people that join us on gun channels, it's cool. A lot of you have joined us on Instagram as well. I think it was like a hundred people that watched it on Instagram, and we're having some fun tonight. But sometimes it's important to have these conversations, or at least keep these channels open, so when we have actual info 
uh, about something relevant to legal stuff or uh, some sort of activism, then uh, that's what the, the channels are really for. So um, we're going to go learn about what's going on with our Second Amendment um, activists or with the organizations here at the end of September and uh, hopefully uh, get in with some of the other media people so that we can get a more effective message out more efficiently. Thanks, everybody, for being part of that. I think that horse said he's got the quote tonight. Okay, so uh, let's see. Some of us were kept alive to work loading bodies. The disposal units ran night and day. We were that close to going out forever. But there was one man who taught us to fight, to storm the wire of the camps, to smash those metal mother effers into junk. He turned it around. He brought us back from the brink. His name is Connor, John Connor. Your son, Sarah. Guys and gals, have gone on websites.com. Encourage you to take a CCW class every year. Practice at least once a month and carry every day. Thanks for watching. Go on websites.com.